everyone. Welcome to another fantastic edition of the Cybersecurity Matters podcast. Uh, I'm your co-host, Dominic Vogel, and joining me as always is Mr. Christian Redshaw. Christian, how are you doing today? I am alive and I am well. How are you, sir? <laughs> uh, yeah, I suppose I'm both of those things, yeah, <laughs> to, to a degree. <laughs> Who do we have? Uh, that's good to hear. Who do we have as a guest today? Today we have um, uh, one of my uh, dear friends uh, based in Sacramento, uh, California, Lauren Jones. Um, she's a uh, solopreneur, entrepreneur, uh, runs a, I guess a staffing marketing agency, if I heard that correctly. Could be. Could be. We'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll figure it out. I should remember what she does, but <laughs> she is an incredible person. She's also going to share her story of uh, when uh, she experienced a cyber breach for her very small business. And I think it's a very powerful narrative for our viewers and listeners um, as well to um, understand that you know, at the end of the day, cybercrime can happen to anyone. Absolutely. We'll take a pause and we'll bring Lauren on board for an awesome conversation. Let's do it. Lauren, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. How are you doing? I'm amazing. Thank you so much for having me. Well, of course, Lauren. I mean, you and I have been friends for a while and you're one of my favorite people to to call um, uh, my friend. So I appreciate you coming on, on our show today. Really looking forward to the conversation. Uh, I thought maybe we could start off by you maybe just sharing a bit of your story, your, your personal narrative, who you are, you know, what, what your career narrative has been today, just to um, engage our, our listeners and viewers. Yeah. Um, that's a great question. I, I think I'm going to call myself the corporate dropout from, <laughs> from now on. <laughs> 20, 22 years and I just dropped out. I gave up. I didn't get my corporate degree. I just was like, I've had enough. Um, and uh, my name is Lauren Jones. I'm the founder of Loop Consulting Solutions. I've been in the staffing and recruiting industry for 24 years. Uh, and um, in every capacity, I've carried a bag, I've run a sales team, a recruiting team, national accounts, you name it. Um, about a decade ago, my career took a pivot as I was running a successful region and kind of was tapped on the shoulder to do something, you know, in a corporate capacity and um, in, a, in a bigger way. And I built my first tech stack, which, you know, you hear that term all the time. And, and when I did that, I, I just absolutely became obsessed with all things technology, how we can enable the customer and enable the candidate and turn it into this really, you know, looking for a job sucks. Let's just be honest. And so how do we, you know, leverage technology to enable a better experience, you know? And uh, so that that's where it all started. And I opened my firm on March 2nd of 2020, which is usually my opening punchline. <laughs> Um, because I had no idea that a global pandemic was going to, you know, completely uh, rock our worlds. Um, but I ended up having an amazing first year. You know, I kind of figured out early on that there wasn't anybody hiring a chief digital transformation officer, but everybody needed a fractional one. And so I, I built my firm based on those, you know, primary needs. And we have three things that we specialize in, you know, uh, buying and building, changing and adopting. And then, and then we, we do support some evangelization too, but uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's been a cool ride. And, and I'm just, I'm, like I said, I'm just excited to be here. I've been a big fan of yours. <laughs> we appreciate that, Lauren. And I mean, I always appreciate the sort of the warm energy and, and, and positivity that comes from you. I see that in your room rating uh, here, just looking at the, you know, the warmth, you know, the, you know, take the leap together. We rise. You have, you have just such amazing positive energy to you, you know, and um, you know, I, I, we really appreciate you coming on the show. And I also want to mention that I was lucky enough to be on Lauren's podcast as well. Um, so 
when we do post this podcast, we'll, we'll, we'll put a link to, to her podcast as well. Um, so it's somewhat of a, a spinoff, but we're having um, uh, each other appear on <laughs> each other's podcast. I love it. Um, what do they call those? The, cross- the crossovers, not spinoff, crossover. crossover. Yeah, th- thank crossover. you. Yeah, that's that's the, that's the correct terminology. Um, one more question for me uh, was, and I know we talked about this on your podcast, but um, I'd love for you to share your story as a, you know, as a small business owner, almost a solopreneur, um, you experienced a significant cybersecurity incident. Um, and that's something that a lot of people don't really often think about that, you know, even as just an individual business owner, you're still a target. So I was wondering if you could share a bit of, a bit of your story about what happened. Yeah. Um, yeah. It rocked my world. It was last summer. Um, I I know I called you. So I, you know, was going about my business. I thought I had everything set up. Um, there was one account that I did not have two factor authentication set up. It was my GoDaddy account, which runs all of my all of my sites um, and all my email addresses. We have three small businesses, you know, and, and, and they got in there um, and uh, they stole all of my money <laughs> from my business account um, to the tune of negative $5,000. My account was ne- negative 500, 5,400 and some odd dollars. Um, and I, I just, you know, the good news is, is I responded really quickly. You know, I have text messages set up on my bank account. So, you know, a couple of recommendations I have, you know, set up those alerts. They may seem, you know, annoying, um, but it, it, it probably saved me from having to repay any of that or be responsible for any of that. Cause I responded, I, as soon as I got a text that my account was negative, I was like, what, what is happening? Wait, wait, my balance has gone below your bananas. And, um, as sure enough, I look and it's negative, you know, $5,400 plus some change. And I immediately started just you know, going in and trying to figure out what was going on. And I ended up getting a couple of phone calls from customers that were receiving emails, um, emails with links on there for them to click um, and and get information, you know, the same sort of insidious, whatever was going on, you know, they, they were going to plant in all of my customers' email. Thankfully, I only had one customer that opened it and they opened it in a quarantined environment. Um, so I was, I was very, very fortunate to not have negatively impacted my customers. I immediately, so GoDaddy immediately shut me down. I was shut down for two weeks while I tried to untangle this mess. Um, and I immediately started a new email through, you know, Yahoo emailed all my customers, half of which went to spam because it's Yahoo. So, you know, <laughs> you're on the phone trying to have conversations, you know, and tell everybody, don't click on anything. And, um, but what I learned, you know, and from you was, you know, a c- cybersecurity hygiene. Like there's a daily hygiene that we need to partake in in order for, you know, uh, us to be safe. You know, inevitably I ended up, um, fight the two-factor authentication I didn't have was on, on GoDaddy. So now I went back through, I have two-factor authentication on everything. And now periodically I will go in and I will log out from every device and um, just to be sure, because it, it was, it took me months to undo all of the Wells Fargo stuff. You know, when, when you closing account is a pain in the keister and 
<laughs> you know, where you have debits and where you have this and, you know, it, it, closing that account was, was tough. And then you, you actually start all over as a new business with the bank, regardless of whether or not you've had a previous account. So, you know, your old deposit lines and all, all of that starts over. It doesn't matter how long you've been with the business or how much money you have. It's protocol for them. Um, and uh, so it's, it's a painful experience to go through. We I really we really appreciate you sharing that so openly and candidly, Lauren. You know, I think it's really important for our viewers and listeners to to understand and th- through stories um, of of business owners like yourself that this is real. You know, because we we still hear a lot of people saying, "Oh, well, I'm a small business; no one's going to come after me. Uh, you know, I have nothing valuable to steal." Right? And you you are the um, prime example that every business is a target, you know, and um, very appreciative of you sharing that so candidly, because I think the more that we share these narratives, I think it becomes more real for business owners to take it seriously. And um, I also appreciate the Yahoo blast. That was that was well-timed as well. <laughs> well, and here's what's so funny is I had just incorporated. And so in talking with my attorney, um, when that those lists go public, even for small businesses, those are target lists. And so my incorporation had just come public, um, which makes you a target. So as you continue to scale your business, you know, it doesn't matter how big you are. It doesn't, it doesn't, it just, they just need an opening. It doesn't matter the size of your business, it doesn't matter. And then they took it one step further. They then went to Upwork, opened a leap consulting solutions on Upwork and started trying to hire people, getting all of their personal hiring information under my company name. So once they have your information, it can be quite an insidious, you know, the good news is, is I knew the CEO. So, you know, but, but if you're not a well connected person, I mean, I knew you, so I knew to call you, you told me what to do, you know, <laughs> and, you know, uh, my, my advice is use your resources and, you know, two factor authentication seems like a pain in the butt until it works. That's sage advice right there. <laughs> Very good. So the take home there is practice good cybersecurity hygiene. Yes. Yeah, well, don't be sneaky. Don't be <laughs> <laughs> well done. So ironically, trans transitioning from cybersecurity into the subject of technology. So you come from the staffing industry. You serve uh, the staffing industry now uh, and you take them through a, you take your clients through a process of something called digital transformation. Um, can you explain uh, what digital transformation is and just really uh, business language, layman's terms. And I'm thinking specifically in terms of what does technology actually do for a business? Technology, in its simplest terms, if we use it the right way, technology is an enabler, right? It's, it's your opportunity opportunity to do more with less. And it can be a really powerful tool for, you know, a small business um, to be able to scale um, at a rate that they, they wouldn't be able to if they, if they didn't have that technology. So I look at it as an accelerator, as an enabler, um, allowing you to, to do, do more with, with less resources. And what when we look at digital transformation in, in its simplest form, it's, it's simply applying technology where applicable and where it will allow the business to accelerate and do more. Um, and so when you look at the experience that you have in, in searching for a job, um, 
there are so many different moving pieces. Um, there is the website that you go to go find the job or the, the job board where you went to find the job. And then there's the apply now. And then there's the um, making the appointment or talking with a bot to set the appointment. Those are all different technologies. So what we do is we um, help you kind of sew all those together. And so that it's a streamlined, frictionless experience that's good for the candidate, good for the client. And then think about the end user, your recruiter or salesperson that needs one source of truth um, to, to manage their candidates or manage their job opportunities. And that's that's exactly what, what we try and support agencies, particularly in the, the small business where they may be undereducated um, in knowing what's out there. Um, you know, we've gone from $1.7 billion in HR tech uh, VC funding to over 7 billion. So there's a lot of noise out there and there's a lot of opportunity to get sold. Um, and, uh, you know, it's our job to make sure that the customer makes a well-educated buy. Very good, Lauren. So can we just quickly drop down into the headings that you mentioned earlier uh, at the beginning of the podcast with Dominic, where you're talking about how you help them buy, you help them implement and go through that change management, and then you help them through the adoption phases. Can you just quickly drop us down into the sub menus of yeah. those? Absolutely. So um, we will support a customer through the buy and build. So, um, you know, understanding um, what technologies are out there and looking at them comparatively. So being able to compare an offering, uh, how it may work together, what the advantages are over another, what the cost might be, um, will help you uh, build the tech stack, and then we'll help you buy it, help you, you know, there are some pitfalls with, you know, pesky little, little nuances and languages and contracts that we want you to look out for. And we have a list of things that, you know, you should look for when you're negotiating with um, a tech vendor, ensuring that you own the PII and, you know, that you, you own the data, you know, little things like that, that we want to help um, keep the buyer safe during that process. Then it's the business process change management. You can't take an old analog process, you know, slap technology on mm -hmm. it. You're like, it's going to be faster now. It's just going to be broken faster. Yeah. <laughs> it will be faster. It will just be just as broken. And so, you know, we will help you kind of, I've been called a hired antagonist before, or, you know, or the hired toddler. Why, 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 why are we doing it like that? <laughs> um, and so, you know, we would just challenge the, this is the way we've always done it. Oh, I can't tell you. If I had a dollar for every time I heard this is the way we've always done it, we would not be having a conversation. I would be flying you to the Bahamas, in my <laughs> private jet with all my billions of dollars. And we'd sit down with my ties and have this conversation. <laughs> That's how many times I've heard that. So <laughs> we help you with business process change management. And then finally, Finally, it's the you spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on this invest on these investments, and so half the engagements that we do are what we call optimization exercises, where somebody's invested in a technology and they're just not adopting it. They're not using it the right way. They don't know how to use it the right way, and so we'll help with meaningful adoption to ensure that you get the ROI out of your investment. Um, and then you know we do also support the evangelization. So I am just not a fan of the one press release and the whole world knows we're better, faster, stronger. So, you know, we'll help you 
uh, align with a marketing firm that can give you tangible talking points. Oh, that is awesome. And we are definitely running out of time here, but uh, as things are heating up, we're running out of time. Um, when you're describing that process, what is that before state? Can you just kind of land the plane, rewind the tape a little bit and talk about, okay, right before you start that, and as you're engaging with a client, what state are you finding a, a company in? What 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 is the usually, picture? Yeah, usually in a state of growth or disarray, one of the two. <laughs> 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 Which, or... Or two at the same time, right? <laughs> you know, when you're when you're growing and scaling, um, and particularly when you're going when you're in between 25 million to 50 million in revenue, and then 50 million to 100 million, you know, there's organizational and structural alignment um, and transformation that needs to be accompanied with your digital transformation. So normally, when firms come to us, they're at, at this pivotal growth point where they need more enablement, they need a stronger technology, they may be blowing the wheels off, you know, their current technology. Or or they've outgrown something, or they're coming in a state of disarray where required functionality is needed in order for them to, you know, give a better experience. Um, and so, you know, it, then that's determining, okay, what, what do you actually need? Lauren, knowing you the way that I do, I know that you will absolutely succeed and thrive doing what you're doing. I know you're going to become a millionaire, if not a billionaire. Um, so I, I, and I'm going to hold you to your word. I do look forward to being flown to hang out with you in the Bahamas one day. <laughs> so I, I will, I will hold you, you to it. that. You got it. <laughs> we have a verbal contract yes. with recorded evidence yeah. here. Everybody's heard yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's on, it's on, it's on record. So, um, yes, but we, we, we so appreciate you coming on the show today. I know how busy you are. I appreciate you spending time with us. Um, thank you again so much for just an amazing, amazing conversation. You're Thank a rock you, star. It was a pleasure. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate it. Awesome. Now, Christian and I will be right back after uh, this brief message to uh, conclude today's episode. That was a really great conversation with Lauren. Um, a, lot of, a lot of great takeaways. What was something that stood out in your mind? I'm going to give you two. <laughs> First thing is practice good cyber hygiene. Yes. It can happen to anybody. A cyber attack can happen to anybody. Secondly, is if you are a company that is growing and needs technology enablement, mm -hmm. or if your technology is in disarray, reach out to Lauren. Ab absolutely. You know, I think the, uh, uh, for me, I mean, apart from don't use a Yahoo email address, you know, I think the, 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 the big thing for me was that, again, Lauren was willing and very open and vulnerable to share her story that she had experienced that there's far too there's still this um, perception of shame that stigma you, stigma that you can't share when you know your organization gets hit by a data breach or you can't share uh, if you experience a, a cybersecurity incident i i hope that for our viewers and listeners who saw this today and heard it today that if that happens to their business that they you know maybe even reach out to us we can share their story mm -hmm. the more that we collectively True. know as a community around this the, the better all businesses and organizations can be prepared so yeah we that should was do my, that more that was my big takeaway that that lauren had the courage to take that step um so i'm, I'm, I'm we're very grateful to lauren um for coming on the show today that was a brilliant conversation and I'll, as always a special thank you to our loyal listeners and viewers uh please be sure to check out previous episodes on your either your favorite podcasting platform or on the cybersecurity matters youtube page but until next time be well and be safe. And we'll see you again next time on the Cybersecurity Matters podcast. Mm -hmm.